Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secrets of Marketers podcast, the only podcast you can rely on to give you real, raw, unfiltered marketing advice covering the latest tips, tricks, and tools that millionaire marketers use to make money online. I am your host, Jeremy Blossom. Sit back, relax, and let's start discovering the true secrets of marketers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secrets of Marketers podcast. My name is Jeremy Blossom, and I'm going to be your host. And today, we're going to be opening up what I think is one of the biggest, most kept secrets in all of marketing, and that, drumroll, is competitive research or competitive recon. You might be thinking to yourself, competitive recon, what do you mean, and why is that such a huge kept secret? The truth is, is that all great marketers know what other great marketers are doing at all time. We're obsessed with finding out what the latest new trick, tactic, or strategy is that marketers are doing and finding success in. But even more specific to that, we want to know exactly what's making our competitors so successful. If you are an agency and you have clients and you are not doing competitive research on your clients' competitors, like who, who's competitors to your clients, then you're already losing. If you own a business and you don't know exactly what your top five competitors are doing at any given time with their offers, where they're spending the money and how they're spending the mo- their money, you've also already lost because they know what you are doing. If you've got a good idea, they will implement it. If you have something that's working, they will replicate it. It's just how the game works. So I'm going to share with you how I do my recon and how I gain a competitive edge for my company as well as for my clients. It all starts with finding out where your competitors are spending their money. Make a list of five competing businesses. Ideally, these businesses are going to range from being close to the size that you are, okay, in revenue and ad spend. If you're a brand new company that you're just starting up, then somebody that has just launched or is in the process of launching right now. And then a few of the other competitors that you should be researching are the ones that have been more established, have been there, done that, and are the big players in this space. Make a list of them, go to their websites, and create an Excel spreadsheet and start dumping in their URLs of their website, all right? And then what I want you to go and do is go to each one of their Facebook pages, And because of Facebook's new privacy policies and all the things that they've had to change to how they serve their ads, there is actually two ways you can see what ads your competitors are running on Facebook. Why Facebook? I start with Facebook because most online businesses, most of your competitors are spending some type of money and have some type of campaigns. Not all, but I'd like to start there to see, is this a place that they're spending their money? 
So inside of Facebook, there is a place on their page on the left-hand side that says ads. You can click on that and it will show you all of the existing ads and the previous ads that this business has ran. And you can go and see their post and you can actually click on them and see the offers or the pages that they're directing their traffic to. This is huge. This is going to help you understand what they are trying to offer to your demographic. And that's the secret here by finding out where your competitors are spending their money. It's not to go and find out what media sources they're using. It's actually helping you understand where the actual people are, right? We all need people to grow and scale our companies. And finding these people could be oftentimes the make or break for a lot of businesses. If you can find and locate and target and serve an ad to the right person at the right time, the success of that ad campaign being successful goes way up. So many times I, I have people who think they make a guess. Oh, I, I, I like you know, ESPN. And so my clients are like me. And so I'm going to take out this really expensive ad on ESPN.com and I'm going to run my offer there. Where in all reality, that's probably one of the worst things you could do because you don't know if it's going to be successful. But you're determined. And most entrepreneurs, most marketers are determined people and they hate to be wrong and they hate to be told they're wrong. And so they do it anyway. And guess what? They're wrong. And then they run out of money and then their business goes under and they just don't know why it didn't work. They'll blame ESPN or they'll blame somebody else. But the truth is, is that if they just would learn this secret, they come out guns blazing every single time. So finding out who your competitors are and where they're spending their money tells you where your audience is. They've done the hard work for you. Now we know where they are at. What do you say to these people, right? Marketing is so much like sales. You got to get the meeting with the person and then you need to have a successful meeting by explaining in a very meaningful way the value proposition of your business or the service that you have. So you're going to go and look at the ads that they're running and you're going to take screenshots of every single ad that you can find on every single media source that they're spending their money on digitally. Are they spending money on YouTube? Get some images and, and watch their video ads and get images of the banner ads on YouTube. Are they sending out dedicated third-party emails? Find those. Take screenshots of them. Are they spending money on Google Display ads? There are two tools that cost money but are pretty worth it if you want to use them. One's called AdBeat. Dot com and the other one is what runs where. I am not paid by those people. These are just tools I've used and found success with if you want a shortcut in finding these ads faster, okay? Facebook does it for you for free, which is great, by going to the page and you can see what ads that they're running there. And so you want to take screenshots and I want you to do something that uh, it surprises me. So many people don't do this. Read the ad. Read the copy. Yes, it, they may have pretty ads or maybe they have a cool looking video, but what does it actually say? 
And I want you to do one better. I want you to actually or physically write it down. Write down the headline, write down the offer, write it down or type it out inside of your Excel spreadsheet and keep it in one spot with the link to the ad that you just saw or to the screenshot of it. By writing it down, it'll put it deeper into your brain and it will help you understand exactly what they're trying to say. And what I also want you to start doing is see if you can see a pattern are they running the same offer, a free ebook, a free trial, a free whatever, on multiple different media sources? If the answer is yes, then that typically means that they have found success with that offer because they have scaled it to multiple different media channels. If you see one ad on just Facebook and another ad on just Google, Perhaps they're experimenting or perhaps it tells you that one ad performs better on Facebook than it does on Google. There's something really, really important I want to say right, right now is that this is all in generality, meaning this is an estimated thing. The truth is, is that there's lots of companies out there who have been really well funded but have terrible campaigns and they're throwing a lot of money at them. And you could be doing recon on an unsuccessful offer and an unsuccessful campaign and you don't know it. There is no true way of understanding if this is going to be ROI positive or not, except for how long the ad's been running for. If you see ads, and this is just in general, if you see ads that have been running for more than three to six months, typically that ad was extremely successful and, and if you see the frequency go up, meaning you're seeing it in more places, they're putting more money behind it because it is successful. It's not 100% guaranteed, but that's typically what that means. So be careful, but this gets you so much closer to creating a campaign or an offer that is close to making money than something completely out of the blue or because you have a hunch or because you like it. Those are the worst things you can do. And, and frankly, that's what, that's what small-time marketers and newbie marketers make the biggest mistakes doing. And that's the one I want you to avoid. And this is what millionaire marketers do. They go and they absolutely analyze every little thing that their competitors are doing at any given time. And they start to know their competitors' marketing as well as they know their own. Because they can get ideas and your, mark, your, your competitors are spending money. And at the end of the day, good marketers love data. I always tell my clients that I'll never spend your money dumber than the first day I spend it. Why? Because I don't know what I don't know. And neither do you. But I can go and learn as much as I can off of other people's money and other people's data as much as I can get ethically access to it, I will. Why wouldn't I? So many people don't know that they can, some people don't know that they should, or some people don't care. And those people will launch campaigns, not make any money from them. A very, very small percentage of them will get lucky and maybe do something once, but it won't be repeatable. All right? So, Find out what these ads are, analyze where, the, where, where they're spending their money, and then I want you to go deeper, all right? We're going to roll up our sleeves, and we're actually going to start to go through the customer journey that your competitors have laid out. Now, your competitor may have done the customer journey intentionally or unintentionally, but you are going to go through it very intentionally. So, 
You're going to take these ads and the links to these ads, and you're going to go one by one for all five of them, and you're going to click on them. Where does it take you? Where does it take you? Does it take you to their website, to their homepage of their site? Does it take you to a different variant of their homepage? Does it take you to a landing page? Where does it take you? Take that URL, copy it, and put it into that Excel spreadsheet. And there's a tool I like to use called Built With. Built With is a Chrome extension that allows you to look at what a website was built with, what type of tracking they have on there. And so when I get and click on one of my competitor's ads, I will click on it, they'll take me to a landing page. What do they build that landing page on? Is it a WordPress page? Is it ClickFunnels? Is it Unbounce? Is it Instapage? What did they build it on? This is important. What does it look like on mobile traffic, right? What does it look like on my desktop versus mobile or my iPad? I wanna know because sometimes they may wanna take out an image or they may wanna add an image. How fast does the page load? Why do I wanna know these things? Well, because if I see a weakness, I wanna exploit it. Can I my page load faster? Can I make better graphics? Or am I more confident in my technology stack that I have versus theirs? Or, hmm, I've never heard of that particular landing page uh, builder, or I haven't heard of that content management system before. Let me go and explore it. And I'll go on these rabbit holes and I'll find out exactly what they're using, why they're using it. Do they have retargeting? Do they have Facebook retargeting pixels installed on there? Do they have Google display? Do they use ad roll? Huh, why? Oh, they're not. Why? Should they be? Are they using third-party extensions like Proof where, oh, it shows that somebody else bought this thing or, or downloaded this ebook from XYZ place in the country? Are they using one of those really neat tools too? Is this form, is it going back to Infusionsoft? Is there an Infusionsoft pixel? Is there a HubSpot pixel? This is so valuable, you guys, to understand the growth stacks in which your competitors are running on because it allows you to see holistically exactly what they're doing, what their marketing plan is, what their media plan is, how do they think about things. You're understanding how they're creating their funnels and what they're doing with their customer journey. And it's, it's just huge, you guys. This is where you can learn so much about marketing and what you can learn about your competitors and what you can do to make everything that you're doing better and smarter and perform better, right? Because these guys are spending lots of money behind all this stuff, probably more than what you're spending, and you can learn from it. So take a screenshot, take the link, and then I want you to do something else. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I actually want you to read it. Read every word on the page, including the disclaimer at the bottom. Read it all from top to bottom. Understand it. Find out. Look at the URL. Is there A or B or 1 or 2? Is there variants? Oftentimes, I see that people are labeling their URLs for the landing pages, and to keep track of them internally, they'll say A, B, C, D, or one, two, three, for a, you know, test this out. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Test this out. If it says A or B, type in C. Delete B, type in C. Can you see another variant? Can you put in A, can you see that? Can you put in the number two instead of the number one, or three, or four, and see other variants? There was one of my competitors uh, for a client of mine that I looked, uh, looked up, and I was doing this exact same process with, and I had found out that's exactly what they did. They had about, 
um, 30 or 40 at the time landing page variants that they were running traffic from Google search, so PPC traffic. And I just looked up and, and every time I clicked on an ad, the number at the top was a little bit different, but it was in chronological order. And so I just decided, oh, you know what? Let me just go in here and open up a new tab. And I just started changing the URL, the end of the URL. And I was able, and I took every single one of them, I was able to, to uncover over 30 different variants with different subject lines and different uh, images and uh, different offers that they were all running right there on PPC. I got to see the entire thing. Now, sometimes your competitors are smart enough where they won't do that. Some are just organized and, they, and, and you will be able to see them and not that they're dumb, but they will be able to see, you know, they allow other people to see it. They don't care, but that's a really, really good little hack. Now, I want you to read them all, all the different ads. What do they say? Go to the landing pages. How do, what do they say? How are they being built on? Uh, and then what I want you to do is while you're on the landing page, I want you to use another Chrome extension. It's called SimilarWeb, SimilarWeb.com. This extension is great. It gives you, it's a, there's a paid and free, I use the free version of it, and it will tell you what the estimated number of visits to that particular landing page are. What's the time on the landing page and what's the bounce rate on that landing page? Then what I do is I go to the sources. Where are they sending, how many different sources are they sending to this particular landing page? How are people getting to this landing page? Yes, you can find this out, you guys, for free. And it's huge because a lot of people are using uh, social, right? It's different social channels to send. But which one is their favorite and why? So I'm looking at one right now, and the social sources are YouTube is 65%. Behind that is Facebook, and behind that is Twitter. One, two, three. 65% of a landing page, the traffic is coming from YouTube. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Maybe that's you. Wow, that's really interesting. They're getting for this particular landing page or to their website or to this particular piece of their funnel, all of this traffic is coming from this particular source, or maybe it's all coming from one source for that one landing page. This insight's huge because if it's coming from YouTube, then you can go on there and start doing the forensics on YouTube to find out what they're doing on YouTube. What kind of ads are they running on YouTube? Make sure that you're taking screenshots and that you're putting this information into your competitive dashboard that you've made using a simple Google spreadsheet. Nothing fancy, doesn't have to look great, but making sure that you track this information is going to be huge because you wanna know your competitors as well as you know what you are doing at all given times. All right, now we're gonna go into the deep layer. We're gonna go past enemy lines here and we're gonna go as far into the funnel as they'll allow us. If it's a free offer, what I want you to do, every single marketer should have a burner email account. This is an email that's a real email, but it doesn't have your name, okay? It is John Smith or John Doe, or it's whatever you wanna make it at Gmail or Yahoo, whatever email service, but you do have access to it. You can check it anytime you want. And I want you to actually sign up for that offer. Put in a name, put in the email, put in a phone number, fill out the form, put in your address, whatever the information they ask for, put it in and hit submit. What happens next? 
Look at the URL, copy the URL, put it in your Excel spreadsheet, read the entire page from top to bottom. Is it a simple thank you page? Is it an upsell page? Is it a webinar? Where are they sending you? What are they doing with you? And then I want you to go and check your inbox. Are they sending an email right away? Are they, is it delayed? If you signed up for an ebook, are you able to download it right there on the thank you page or do you have to wait and get it in your inbox? If you gave them your phone number, are you getting a text message? Are you getting a phone call? You're starting to learn again how what they want that customer journey to be, number one. And number two, that customer journey is their sales process. It's their sales process. Whether how intentional they are or they are not, with their sales process, you are uncovering it. You are going through exactly what their customers have gone through before you and what customers after you are going to go through. And this is so big, so big. Are they sending you a welcome email? What does that welcome email say? Take a screenshot of it, save it, put it into that spreadsheet so that you can go back and review it. And understand, now you've got the complete picture. You found out exactly where they're spending their money, which is telling you what, who or where the your target audience is, right? It's telling you where to talk to people, people that they've proven to be interested. Number two, by looking at their offers, you're learning what to say to your target demographic, what's already working. And number three is then what do you do next? Do you ask for the sale right then and there? Or do you need to date them a little longer? Do you need to send them more value? What is it that's being proven to them for your competitors allows you to do this? Now, if it's a paid offer, I actually recommend that you, if you can afford it, buy their offer as well. What Do the exact same thing I just mentioned. Use the built width, find out what shopping cart they're using, Go ahead and understand uh, what what are they what do they do after I purchased it? Do I get a thank you email? Am I getting a thank you video? What are they saying on that video? And then use the product or service that they just given you. Use it. Figure out exactly. Now you've gone through their entire customer journey. It may be the beginning of a long journey that they have you on. It may be their entire journey. Now you know. I say all of this not for everyone to go and replicate and copy your competitors. That's not what I'm saying. I think that's unethical. What I'm asking you to do, and what the benefit here is, is that you do not need to go to the drawing board and start from scratch. What you should be doing is what I call finding the fat. Where are the weaknesses in their customer journey? Where are the differences in your product or service than what theirs are? How are they positioning themselves versus how you can be positioning yourselves? What's similar? Because you for sure have some similarities, okay? But what are the differences? And what I want you to do is exploit the differences. Exploit the better by producing better copy, by getting even more targeted with your audiences, by spending smarter with the actual data and in your media buying tactics and what your competitors are doing. Give more value when someone signs up for something that you have, uh, have given them. 
right? Does your, if your competitors don't have a welcome email series, make a welcome email series. If they don't have an indoctrination series, make an indoctrination series. But finding out what your competitors are doing, how they're doing it, will give you a massive leg up. It is what millionaire marketers are doing. It's probably what your competitors are going to do for and about what you are doing. So to make it an even playing field, and, and I believe even giving you a leg up because this takes work, okay? Being a successful marketer takes work. Luck, lucky marketers are flash marketers. They come and they go, right? Oh, I did this, I did that. Well, do it again. If you want to be a, you want to have campaigns that are successful over and over and over again, if you want to be a juggernaut in this space, if you want to have scale up to a $100 million company, doing this before you launch a campaign, during your campaign, and after your campaign is paramount. Never stop analyzing your, com- your competitors. If you see a new competitor that rises up or another competitor takes out one of the five competitors that you put on your list, do the exact same recon. These may be fundamental to you, maybe fundamental to your team, but I guarantee you if you go back to this and have the next time you go to build a campaign, do this forensics, do this analysis, you'll be surprised. You'll be inspired as well because you'll see something. And I love competition. I love to win. And to understand what my competitors are doing, it sets the bar for me and my team, and it ensures us that we'll win. Because I know what the bar is. I know what I'm shooting for. So don't start from nothing. Don't just come up with this willy-nilly idea. And certainly don't go with the gut feels when it comes to this. This is too important. It costs too much. And it's way too hard to go with luck in your gut. Use data. Leverage other people's money. Use their data to make informed decisions. I'm going to ask you guys to do me a huge favor. If this podcast brought you any sort of value, make sure you rate and review the show on iTunes. It's how I'm going to share this podcast with the world, and it only takes two seconds. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my channel so you are notified of new episodes as they come out. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Secrets of Marketers. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you next week.